And so that was a big focus on me and, and releasing a lot of past stuff and then just re reforming what I wanted for my future. Um, and so anyway, I, I wanted to come on today because I feel like I've been through like the really good and the bad of marriage. And I feel like I have a lot to share of like what, what's most helpful when you're trying to have a relationship that's harmonious and loving. Um, and maybe some of you aren't there. You know, I, I wasn't there. I don't think my husband and I are there. I think we're doing better. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I am very excited to share with you our special guest we have. And the reason I am is because this guest is actually a client of mine and I absolutely love her. She's one of my favorite clients, but she also has a, a very amazing story that she's going to share with you, which uh, is dear to my heart because we definitely had some uh, life coaching things that we did with this particular topic. So she's going to share with you exactly what she is talking about. Well, I'll just give you a little glimpse. It's a little bit into the marriage um, of kind of some of the things that she's dealt with. But what I do want to tell you is that she is a very profound life coach, a energy worker, and she is on a mission to rise and thrive other women and individuals. And she has the Rise and Thrive podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you do because it's very awesome. And she's doing a fabulous job with her sister and her. So welcome, uh, Elizabeth, to our show today. Woo! Yeah. I'm so Thank excited you so much, Donna. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. One oh of my, my favorite people is Donna Gammon. So uh. here we are together. It's a good Thank day. Thank you so much for saying that. No, really though, um, Elizabeth, you are my, I called you Liz. She goes by Liz, but she's Elizabeth. So I call I her by both. Yeah. <laughs> so Elizabeth, um, you are absolutely one of my dear, dear, not only clients, but friend. And I, I really value that a lot. And, and you were um, kind of the pivotal point of moving me in the direction that I'm going as well and in life and in my business. And so I just really appreciate you. And uh, so we know that you have a story and, and, yeah. you know, you and I have had many, many conversations about this, but um, I want you to take me to your kind of where your story started and, and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I, um, Donna's kind of been on a journey with me on the 
the end, the tail end of my journey. So, and she's helped me with the good parts of change and, and just shifting things in my life. So she knows a lot about me, but all the listeners, I'll give you a little background. Um, so I, my husband and I, we got married in 2004. So it's been 17 years since uh, our, we first got married and we, we went through a lot of hard times. My husband struggled a lot with depression and things. And then I struggled with depression. And then, you know, we, we both have had our, our ups and downs and, you know, we have five boys. So you throw in the mix of jobs and raising kids and you got, you get the picture, right? <laughs> um, but we, we had, there were just a lot of, of hard things and particularly towards the end of our marriage, or I shouldn't say towards um, like the last three years of our marriage. Um, we just, there were just some hard things. My mom passed away and um, my husband was not doing well um, with his depression and just struggling. And I just knew that we were barely surviving life and something had to change. And so I started making steps to change my life. And it was just a lot of different things. A lot of things went into that. A lot of people helped me. One of the biggest is Donna. Um, but as I went through um, shifting, I had to shift a lot in my, my mind. And I had to shift a lot with my emotions. Um, I had a lot of patterns of uh, depression and a lot of kind of lower patterns of just like struggle. <laughs> and so there was just a lot that had to shift. And so one of the necessary things that we, that I needed was the space to kind of heal and forgive uh, my husband and our circumstances and to be able to move forward in a space of forgiveness um, after that. And so Andy and I, my husband and I, um, we actually did separate and divorce. Um, this was, and then we were remarried. So we've been through the roller coaster <laughs> of, of different parts of relationships and, and, you know, like the, the sadness of things being over and, and having kind of fallen down and broken and then building again. And, you know, it's just been an interesting journey, but um, Donna was with me through the whole um, separation and divorce, even before that, she was helping me work on me. And I finally realized that there were things that I needed to do for me to be able to be the wife and the mother that I wanted to be. And so that was a big focus on me and, and releasing a lot of past stuff and then just re, reforming what I wanted for my future. Um, and so anyway, I, I wanted to come on today because I feel like I've been through like the really good and the bad of marriage. And I feel like I have a lot to share of like what, what's most helpful when you're trying to have a relationship that's harmonious and loving. Um, and maybe some of you aren't there, you know, I, I wasn't there. I don't think my husband and I are there. I think we're doing better. I think that we have a lot of love. And we have a lot of forgiveness and we have a lot of moving through it better than we used to. Um, but anyway, so I have like kind of three key points that I want to share with you today, if that's okay. Yeah, Donna. please do. Okay. I think this will be great for those that are 
maybe in a, in a relationship and, and you say we're not through it, but if you look at where she was yeah. back when, and you it's look amazing. at where she is today, she's doing yeah. amazing. They are doing amazing. So, yeah. you know, we all have stuff. We yeah. all have things that we have to kind of work through and, and make it, you know, work. So, so it's never going to be what people say perfect. I don't, mm -hmm. what is perfect? To yeah. me, perfect is where you work together and you work out those little links, those clean, you know, those little things, those chinks, I guess, in the, yeah. in the um, chain and, and then just, you know, kind of be able to live a, a good life. And, and really that's what it's about. So tell us a little bit about your, your things that you came up with that really. Yeah. You. So I would say that number one would be to be gentle and figuring each other out. Mm -hmm. And this has a few parts to it. One of them is to stop trying to control. This was a really big thing for me. I felt like my husband was failing me and my children in many ways, to be totally honest. And so I wanted to like fix those things or control those things. And so that of course was not a healthy thing. Um, and okay. so I'll as just stop you right there yeah. because I want to talk about that before you go on to the next yeah. one, because yeah. that is what I think is the biggest thing that, that people that get into a marriage, they think, oh, I can fix them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it should be like Never. this. Yeah. yeah, it should be like this and I will show them how it can be, or it should be. Yeah. I'm going to fix them. <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, you know, you can never, if you go into life looking at, I, I can't fix people, but I can change who I am and I can change the yeah. way I feel about what somebody's doing, but I can't fix them. And, and if you go into a relationship like that, it just never works. It, just it is so true. I know that through experience myself. Yeah. Even <laughs> if you have story. a, yeah. If you have a lot of great ideas about what, what would help this other person, if you're trying to force it at all, it will not work. There's too right. much resistance and it, they don't feel respected and loved. They feel like they're a problem and they feel like, uh, they want to almost fight that because it's like, well, you think this, so, you know, like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> And you hit the word is respect. Men yeah. love to be respected. They yeah. really do. And if they feel like they're not being respected, then they just, they just kind of lose, lose it sometimes because that's what, what they really, really desire. Yeah. So. It's huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was a piece that I felt like I needed my husband to forgive me of was trying to control and, and not being respectful of where he was or respecting why he was there. Um, but just, I had tried to push so hard of what I wanted. So yes, definitely stop trying to control and, and be gentle, more gentle in the way that you're figuring each other out. Um, and then another piece that goes with that is to just love each other right where you are. You know, sometimes you're so frustrated and you, your vision gets clouded, cloudy in marriage a lot of times because you don't see each other with compassion and adoration. You're just focusing on problems and things that need to be fixed. Mm. And when you are focusing on problems and things that need to be fixed, you cannot have happiness because what you focus on grows. So if you're bothered, I was going to say, so yeah. yay, I'm so glad you, you said that. Yeah. yeah. 
you put you're your bothered head. and then you just get more bothered and it gets bigger and it's more problematic. And so uh, as you focus in a different direction, we'll talk more about that on number three and where your focus can go. But um, if you, if you stop focusing on just the problems, the things that need to be fixed and, and really look at each other with some compassion and adoration, like what is it that I love about this person? And Donna really helped me with that one. I remember you make, having me make a list of qualities that I loved in Andrew and my spouse. And, and at first, I think when the first time I wrote it, there were a couple that had a little twinge of negativity to them. Like, um, I love it when he finally, <laughs> I love it when he finally does this or that. And so Donna was like, well, wait a second, wait a second. You've got to like, just be pure in that you really love what it is that he's doing and there can't be any negativity to it. And so, yeah. And so, and it could just be a quality of his that I loved, but I listed them out and then I would review them like every day. So I could focus in on the positive because everyone has their positives, everyone has their negatives. But when you're so focused in on the negatives, you can't feel love and respect for that positive. You can't even see it. It's like blinded yeah. because you're so like, everything's negative Routed. right now. Yep, yeah, you're so clouded and focused in on the problems and the mm -hmm. need to fix. So, okay, that's kind of the first one. Being gentle, getting away from control, looking at their good qualities. Um, number two is to communicate. And this one's so big because, you know, it's easy to say, oh yeah, they don't know what you're thinking if you don't say it. But women do that a lot where it's like, well, I wanted you to do this and that. And, and the man's like, well, you didn't tell me. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but one of the other pieces with this is I love Brene Brown. And one of the things that she shares is that if you're having something come up in your mind that's negative, maybe your spouse does something or says something, and suddenly you start to tell yourself a negative story, it's a good idea to share that on the spot or at a good moment, if, if on the spot's not going to work and you're at a party or something. But um, so in that moment, you want to say, hey, when you say this or when you do this, I tell myself that I'm not good enough or I, because usually what happens is something happens, something happens, they do something, they say something, you get triggered, you tell a negative story, then they get triggered because of your, <laughs> your um, feelings that are coming out and you maybe shut down and stop talking. So now they start to react to that and it just keeps going as this kind of downward spiral. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So the quicker that you can tell yourself and identify what's going on, those stories you're telling yourself aren't even true most of the time, but um, there might be like a hint of truth to it. But usually you take it to the next level. Like when you um, are late to dinner, I tell myself, you don't want to be with our family. And it's like, well, no, maybe you just got tied up at the office or <laughs> right. whatever it is. But when you get those out, it helps everybody see the two sides. Yes. It balances it. Mm. So then you can say, I tell myself this. And then what do you tell yourself when, when I react or whatever? And that way... It's just so much better to get it all out on the table instead of these stories are going on that are downward spiraling our relationship. Right. And I love that you said, say it in the moment if you can, because sometimes, you know, you don't say things right away because, you know, 
it is in the moment and you're, you know, you don't want to make waves or whatever, but mm-hmm. sometimes it, if you can take it away from pointing the finger at you did da, 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 and go, mm-hmm. this is how I feel mm-hmm. when this happens, you bring it back to you. So it's not saying pointing fingers necessarily. It's just saying, this is how I feel. I'm not saying that's what you meant, but this is how I feel. And yeah. so when they, when men know that, oh my gosh, it's like yeah. a whole new ball game. Like they just, they, they do, they actually are very helpful yeah. and they just don't always know what they need to do. Yes. When it, so it is communication is absolutely, yeah. you're right. Yeah. No nobody problem. knows how to fix it. It just feels clouded and, and muddy or, you know, like uncomfortable. And so you try to go away from those kinds of things usually, but if you identify and say, Hey, this is how I feel. This is what I see. This is what I'm thinking. You know, what are you thinking when this happens? This was so enlightening for both me and Andrew, as we started to communicate more, I'd be like, well, now I know why he does that. And, you know, for years we had been together and never talked about it. We'd just get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what the other one was thinking or um, what was triggering them. So exactly. communicating is huge. Yeah. All right. And then number three, I think is all of these are super important, but this is one of the most important, um, best for last, right? That we are each 100% in charge of our own happiness. Mm. And I love this so one. True. Yes. Yeah. Because in a marriage, we often, you know, we've been taught, hey, happily ever after, or this or that, when I get married. And, you know, sometimes you have these ideal thoughts of how your spouse will be or how they'll treat you or how things will go. And when it doesn't go that way, we often point the finger Mm -hmm. at the other person. (laughs) It's easy to say there's problems. So somebody must've caused these problems. It must be you because you're (laughs) right here next to me. (laughs) Because I know what I want and I know I'm perfect and I don't do anything wrong. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know you don't say that, but, but But, you know, in our minds, that's what the ego. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the ego thinks. You know, Uh we're always in our brain. Our brain is always looking for ways that we're right or to prove that we're right. So we can find Mm -hmm. a lot of evidence that we're right because, Mm -hmm. um, but it's so important to remember that um, instead of having that fight, you know, give up that fight um, and and have that opportunity to to apply your energy towards your happiness. Instead of focusing on the negative and what's wrong and all the things, go to, well, what, what is it that I want? And, and finding what really feeds your soul. And this was for me understanding um, that maybe I wasn't being totally fulfilled as just a stay-at-home mom and wife. You know, it's great to have children. It's great to have a spouse. But there are other things, interests, um, creative outlets that we need um, to help us to move forward. And so sometimes it's, hey, I know that if I don't get my exercise, I get really cranky and I'm not my best self. So I got to make sure I'm exercising. So that's your job, right? It's not your spouse's job to make you happy. You've got to go and do the exercise. Or maybe it's, I'm not happy at my job or I'm not happy with what I'm doing. And maybe you need to tweak some small things in your schedule or your life to make it so that you are doing those things that fulfill you. And for me, it was little things in the beginning, like just taking a hot bath a couple of times a week, you know, and taking time to journal how I was feeling 
or making sure I was getting outdoors more or exercising or things like that. And, um, and when I started to realize that I was completely in charge of, of my happiness, yeah, we have circumstances and we have things that happen that come up that bother us. But when it really came down to it, it was that, then I, that's when I actually chose back into being married to Andrew again. It was really interesting. I was like, you know what? Like I, I'm, I'm in charge of my happiness. So whether I'm married to him or not, I get to choose if I'm happy or not. And, and for me, I'd always wanted to have a marriage that lasted. I'd always wanted to be there for my kids. And because we had so much hurt, we had to kind of resolve some of that and forgive and have space to understand who we were individually so that we could come together stronger. Um, but that really was what, what came down to, hey, could I be back in this relationship? And I knew I had the tools at that point to, to choose back in and to be happy. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. And, and you, you know, you talked about how you did separate and you actually did divorce. It was almost like you needed to find yourself, if you will. I, I say mm -hmm. that sometimes just because sometimes we don't know what we want. We have been so caught up in being a mom, being a, a wife and trying to run a household and, and you are also running a business. And so, you know, you're trying to do all these things and be the best that you can. But I think that it came to a point to where you were like, what do I want? You know, I, I know for me, that was me. I had to, yeah. when I got out of my first relationship, I remember thinking, what do I even want in life? Like, I don't even know. I haven't mm -hmm. really explored that for myself because I've been so focused on being a mom and a wife mm -hmm. and I found who I was. So I think through your situation, and I'm not saying this was, will be what everyone needs. It's just yeah. for her. It's what needed to happen so that she could come to the re realization that she needed that me time. Yeah. What, if that's working out or taking a bath or, you know, being in nature or whatever it was, she needed that time. And so, you know, if you don't know what that is, then you need to explore yourself just a little bit. And journaling is absolutely one of the ways. And I know you did a lot of journaling during that time. Yeah. Um, sure. And, and, you know, there, there were some really hard times I know for you during that. So, you know, there is hope for hard. those of you that are <laughs> struggling in marriage because, you know, we all go through hard times and, and, you know, what a beautiful thing that you came back together. You have five beautiful boys that need both parents. And um, I'm sure they are very excited that you're all back now. In yeah, it was cute. One of, my, one of my sons said on his birthday, or it was actually my husband's birthday. He, we go around and say what we love about each other on, on the particular person's birthday. And he said, I love that you and mom are together. Oh, and it was so sweet. And, like, and you should heart. see the smiles on my boys' faces the day that we got remarried. And we, oh. it was so it was just so beautiful. I wish I could give a picture to you of, we were at a waterfall taking family photos and just that flow of really good energy and this togetherness. It was just beautiful. So. It was beautiful. I can, I can definitely, as I said, it was absolutely beautiful pictures and you could tell everyone was very, very happy in that moment. Yeah. You know, as much as, you know, parents and, and, you know, wife and husband have uh, issues, I think the kids just ultimately just want to be together. 
I think so in weird. most cases now, not in every case, there are circumstances yeah. that are different, but uh, in most cases, I think that is the case. And, and so if you can work that out, if you can be able to come to an agreement and have that, you know, flow in your marriage where things aren't so like one way or the other, it's just, you know, this even like flow most of the time, then you're doing okay. And the kids yeah. really just want to be together with you. So it is so true. Thank you for sharing that amazing story. And is yeah. there, is there any more that you, I mean, let's talk about like, cause I know you also have a business that you yeah. um, have created and your podcast. And uh, yeah, I remember sure. when you came to me and you said, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, girl, let me hook you up. Yeah, you did hook I, me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm so following, following in Donna's footsteps a lot. Cause I do the coaching and energy work. Like she does. I do the podcasting, uh, but it's interesting but, because when you seek to find yourself God will bring people into your life that, that help you know what your next steps are and helps you help you know what your strengths are and help you know which direction you need to go. And that was totally Donna for me. So, um, but yes, I, so the podcast, it started kind of as a, a thought. I was actually on a trip to Taiwan to go visit. My brother was doing an art show and I just, it was like a download from heaven. You are going to do a podcast and you're going to share everything you've been learning. And here you go. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing a podcast. So um, kind of jumping into that, my sister, um, she, she's been through a lot of the same things growing up. And, you know, we, we watched my mom struggle and, and pass with dementia. My dad had cancer. Our, our family had a lot of, of struggle. And so coming out of a lot of struggle, you find strength or you find what works, right? So we both have been on, on a journey to figure out what works well and, and what tools help. And so anyway, we've loved doing the podcast. It's been so great. You meet the coolest people. I interview cool people. I also get to share the things that I'm learning at, that can benefit other people who are going through struggle or who want to make positive changes or who just you know want help or support in their goals. Um, we're doing a super cool group in January that's just to support people on that first month of the year to give you a really good jump start into the new year. Um, so just things like yep. that, like it's just fun. It is fun. We we rub shoulders with the best people, like people that just want to move forward and and want to improve and and they want to do their best, you know, and help others. And so it's fun. And and with coaching and things, I just. I love it. I love watching people change their lives. I love supporting them and helping them maybe see things that they don't see, helping them release things that could help them move forward better and then shifting their mind so that they know they can. So they believe they can. There's just so many false perceptions that we take on throughout our lives. And, and if we don't take care of those or get rid of those or shift those, then, then we're held back by things that aren't even true, <laughs> Believe so true. that aren't true, but, but we need that help to move forward. So that's, what's been fun for me. Cause I've been at a point where I didn't think I could do anything or move my mountains in my life. And now they're, they're, they've been moving and, and I've, I've been a part of that. God has been a part of that. It's not just me. Of course, Donna has been a part of that. I've had lots of people help me in my journey, but it's so fun to get things moving in a positive direction. Right. Right. And yeah, you have come. I mean, I just think about when we first started years ago and, and where you are today. Wow. 
Like yeah. you have come so far and, and now I'm a different person, huh? like your podcast, you're thriving now, you know, you're, you're living the life that you've wanted and you're living your dream. And, you know, I know that you've got more that you want to do, but you know, in your stage in life, you're doing what you want to do right now. And it's perfect. And I, yeah. and I just commend you for that because you've really stepped into your power of who you are and uh you're just amazing and anybody that needs help with marriage or or any kind of um you know guidance for personal help and things like that she's absolutely definitely somebody i would recommend um she also has um you know the healing uh and she's been through my master so i i actually had the privilege to give her her yeah. master certification in reiki yeah, which i'm super excited reiki for yeah. and, so and then also a dobrishan which is my technique which i've talked about before so a lot of you know that but um anyway i'm just like so excited to have her on this show because she has so much wisdom and so much knowledge and so much to share so many people Oh, so absolutely. So where can Thank people you. actually find you? So what, what's your website? Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to blend websites right now. Um, I have my one with my podcast, which is arise and thrive life.com, but you can also okay. find me at awaken your greatness now.com. That's more of my Perfect. coaching thing. So yeah. Perfect. And I, love I just it. have to say, Donna, it's so fun because Donna also has her story of, of struggle and coming through. Lots. And then it, that's how it works, right? Once yes. once you've had the struggle and you're shifting and changing, then it's your influence. Like I watched Donna as she influences others and, and is moving forward. And, and now I'm finally getting to that step where I'm like, yes, like I'm helping people shift and change. And it's so fun to watch um, people change their lives. And it's just the, so fun to be the path of how it works. Yeah, you have to almost struggle to have that desire to get to the point where where you are thriving more in life and you're feeling better about things and there's a better flow and then you can you can go forward and help other people so yeah cool. absolutely and you know um our struggles are what a lot of times what we teach so you know it's what we know like yeah. i could i could teach that inside now because I've been there I've done it you know I I, yeah. I know what it's like to have a disease in your body I know you know there's so many things you know abuse and I mean everybody yeah. knows my story they hear my yeah. trailer they know my story but you know you, we can have a lot of things that that we could use as excuses to hold us back in life or we can say you know what I'm going to use this to grow and learn and move yeah. past it and help somebody else that's going through it. And maybe they're still oh, struggling yeah. getting past that. So, you know, our struggles are what I, I feel that, you know, God allows us to go through it so that we can then help other people. Your mess is your message. Yes, right? absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Liz. When you oh, learn to embrace it instead of like be frustrated with the mess, it's like, oh, we can work with this. There's a lot to work with here. A lot of learning. <laughs> and, and you know what? Now that I've learned what I've learned through the years, when I do go through something, I always ask, okay, what do I need to learn from this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it that you are trying to tell me? Because everything we go through is really teaching us something about who we are and and maybe helping us to understand things a little bit deeper so that again we could just help other people 
Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of, like you said, just embrace those things because it's hard, you know, it, now this is one thing I'm just going to share really quick. I, I yeah. try not to share too much of my story, but no, I love that. A knee issue and, and it made me realize, and like, I'm still having it after a run, a two mile run. I wasn't even running that far. Yeah. Um, but I had a knee issue swelled up and it's still having issues and it's been like three weeks oh. and I'm like, and so now I'm like, wow, what about those people that deal with chronic pain all the time? It makes me have a little more compassion. I've had it for three weeks and I'm whining. I'm like, you know, I don't have chronic pain. It's not something that I deal with uh, on a normal basis. And so it just, you know, like I said, it really does help us to understand. So I know that you have a lot of compassion and I also know that people, God puts people in your pathway to help them. So I know you've helped a lot of other women that have dealt with a lot of other things, very similar to yourself. Yeah, right. It's true. Yeah. I'll come in and I'm like, I know exactly not, you don't know exactly what that person's feeling or thinking, but, but you know you the situation, relate. you know, you've had that same experience. And so, yeah, you so can good. definitely relate with them. And there's something about being able to relate with somebody that makes a difference. Like when somebody oh, yeah. knows that you, you really do kind of get them because you've yeah. been there. It, it helps you to That's feel good. like, yeah, maybe they do understand where I'm at, you know? So, so anyway. Yeah. It, I have to it, say one more thing. Sure. You, I it remember is. early on you, you said to me, I think um, I was telling you about something that was going on and, and you said, um, as you're going through it, ask, tell yourself um, that life's happening for me, mm. not to me. And it helped me so much because sometimes we think, oh, all these things are happening to me. That's total kind of victim mentality where it's like, I I have no control and these things are, you know, affecting me. And and when you said, okay, life's happening like for me, it it helped me realize, okay, so what is this? And that's a really good way if someone's struggling to say, okay, what's, what, how is life happening for me right now? What am I learning? How is this helping me with my next step of what I need to know on my journey to either help others or, you know, for maybe someone in your own family, you know, maybe there's something coming up that I've seen that situations going on outside of me. And I'll I'll say, oh, this is, I'm seeing this so I can help my son with his anxiety or whatever, you know, I see someone else or it just helps you um, realize that there's a lot of teachers all around us. Life is a big teacher. But every circumstance, every person that we come in contact with can Mm. teach us so much if we open ourselves up to ask that question, you know, how is this teaching me or how Mm -hmm. is life helping me? Mm -hmm. So So I did, that is not my quote. I wish I could claim that, but it's Tony Robbins. Yeah, (laughs) it's a good one. (laughs) It is a good one. And it's one I've used many, many times. And it's one that helped me too. I mean, really life happens for you. It doesn't happen to you. And if you feel that in in that, like I said, in that moment, it makes those trials not so hard. It really does. I mean, as simple as that sounds, it really does relieve a little bit of that because it's like, okay, it's happening for me. What is it I need to learn? And it gives you almost gratitude for what you're going through or at least a small appreciation. Like, oh, there's reason in it. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I can can also attest to that because cancer, you know, I don't wish that on anyone. I don't want to ever go through it again if I can help it. But 
I learned to get so close to God during that time. That was like my pivotal moment of, of just shifting me to a different degree of, of connection that I didn't have before. And so I, I praise that, you know, that was a very, very powerful time in my life. And again, I don't want to go through it again, but I'm grateful I went through it. I can say that. Exactly. I would never want to go back to those early years of marriage where I was crying in my closet and having such a hard time, you know, but like I, the things I've learned and and the knowledge I've gained and the insight to share with others. And it's so helpful. It's so helpful. And I think God knows everything we need. So it's placed in our path for a reason. Right, right. Real quick, because you mentioned it about the closet and the crying, um, Liz actually created something really powerful because it was kind of her way of getting her, having her own space and a closet was the only space that we could find that was just hers. And so she created this cool thing on the wall. I mean, we had her put pictures up and, you know, just to visualize and and really have like a prayer kind of you know, little sanctuary or whatever you want to call it, or a place that she can just kind of let down. And, and so if those of you that are struggling and you are in a marriage or you are in a situation that's hard, think about where is there a space, even if it's in your car, if it's your car Mm -hmm. and you're by yourself, that's maybe where it needs to be, whatever, wherever you can find that little space, I would encourage you to do that because I know that really, really, really helped her as well. Yes, being separate from your problems and kind of the world and then being so connected with self and with God. It just gives you that quiet space and time. Yeah, we all need that. Liz, thank you so much for being on the show today and and sharing your story and and your message. And, you know, you are such a profound uh, life coach and also a energy healer. I know that I've seen it. I've watched your clients and, and just really watch what you're doing. And you're, you're so amazing. So if anybody is looking for somebody to uh, relate and experience and, and shift their life, then I definitely encourage them to come see you. And I would love to work with you. Definitely. Thanks so much, Donna. You're so welcome. Thank you again. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.